Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. It has been a minute since we had a conversation. This COVID-19 phases and changes and new normals has been getting to me. I ain't gonna lie. It has. It is becoming stressful at times, like the waves are hitting. I mostly really think it is because I am really settling into what what has been going on with my mom and now it is affecting me. Before, I just had so much stuff that needed to be done, a lot of hospital visits, a lot of talks, you know, in the very beginning, before they shut everything down, it was a lot of hospital visits, and then it was a lot of testing, and then there was a lot of, um, you know, moving her around and trying to figure out what places to do, you know, send her to, and who would be best for her, and Uh, lots of specialists and all these kind of things and waiting for results and everything like that. It seems now that it has been slowing down and because I think now that I don't have so much stuff to do, I have more time to think. And let me tell y'all, thoughts, boy, (laughs) thoughts will get to you and these thoughts have been getting to me. So, you know, I, I really am doing the best I can mentally most days, but there have been some days where it just been a breakdown and I have not been able to be even 75%. I don't even say my best. I haven't even been able to be close to my best on some days. And so, you know, but here we are and I'm hoping that you guys are addressing your issues because I had to take some time to figure out what what is my issue because I know there is one what is that thing and evaluate what can I do what can I do what can I do what can I handle what can I change all of those things I do to figure out you know how to improve myself because I never want to get stuck in a place where I'm not making it, you know, and I just can't pull myself out because that what that for me is very, very scary. So once I start feeling like I'm starting to go in, I'd be like, okay, girl, let's start evaluating because we got to figure out what's going on here so we can get out of this space. And so although and I don't want people to think that I have been spending a lot of days consecutively um, in a lower space. I think that when I when I felt the lower space moving and, and grooving, I had to address that because if not, it would definitely be a problem. So I'm hoping again that you guys are addressing whatever is causing you stress and or anxiety out here in these streets because if you don't, you can sink and you don't want to be you don't want to be that. But but enough of this situation. Let's get into what all we have been missing. So this is going to be an episode that just talk about a whole bunch of stuff, hopefully, because we missed a lot of stuff. And I just want to touch on quickly a couple of things that have been going on, okay?
We gonna go in no particular order because that's how my brain works. But we missed a lot of things and I want to cover the stuff like I just said. So uh, let's start off with some fun. The first thing I want to talk about is verses. Versus, 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 they added again, and they just did another one, another one. So I want to first address verses itself. You know, verses first started off on Instagram, and they were, you know, doing the things, was watching them all on on the telephone, and then they moved it so that you can put the 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 um Instagram video on your computers, your laptops, so that you can watch it on a bigger screen. Then they started to once the the phases started to open up, they then started to bring people into the same room. Once that happened, then it moved and I believe we were able to watch it on Apple TV. I had I have Apple TV, so I was able to watch it on Apple TV. It was very clear and you could watch the whole Twitter feed. And then this last one they did was on Apple Music and you could watch the video on Apple Music. You could listen to it or you could watch the feed. And they had the the guys in the same room. Okay, so this one was DMX and Snoop Dogg. If you missed it, like where was you? And if you did miss it, it's it's still on Apple Music. It's still on iTunes. Uh, I think it's just called Apple Music now. Either way, it's on on the Apple streaming site, but it's also up on YouTube now. So you can watch it. And I'll tell you, like, one of the things about that was, number one, it made me realize, like, I really thought I was hood back in the day. Like, who did I think I was when I was younger? Like, I was in there with both of them. Mostly, I think I knew more DMX songs impressively than I knew a Snoop songs, but uh, I still enjoyed it. They, they both played a lot of songs. That was it. Snoop Dogg was in such... He looks really good, y'all. Snoop Dogg looks really good. He looked like money, for real. I was like, I need to get to a place where I look like money because I don't look like money today. But <laughs> he looked like investments, and I look like... <laughs> I don't even know, but I don't look like investments like Snoop Dogg does. He got clean, that clear skin. He was up and moving, dancing the whole time and everything. But I will also say DMX looked good for a lot, all of the things that has happened to him. He and, and that he has done to himself, <coughs> excuse me, he looks really good. And I was impressed by him, too, because DMX is not one of those people who's, like, internet and, you know, tech-savvy and all of that. doesn't seem like. And so to for Swiss Beats, and that's who DMX started out with. I think that he was the, the DJ or the producer, the beat maker, whatever you call it. I don't know music industry like that, terms. I don't know all that. But I, he was, like, the DJ when DMX was first coming up, like he did a lot of the music for him back in the day. 
And so I thought that was really great to get DMX out there and to do his songs. And he was up. And even better than that was these two really were. A lot of the times when they do the verses, people keep being like, it's not a bad or it's a celebration. We saw that for the first time, seriously, for the first time when Jill Scott and Erica Badu got on. That was definitely a celebration of songs. That was not a bad one. Of course, people will say somebody will win because it's called versus, but it wasn't a battle, it was a celebration. And then after that, we just kept carrying on with everybody just being like, I don't really care who wins. I just want to see these two people get their songs popping. Let, let's see what they felt like is their best 20 to put up and, you know, all of that. So when we got to this one, to see these two singing each other's songs and dancing together and all that, you know, and you know what I mean, like not too, they wasn't like um, coupled up, but just dancing together in the space and just enjoying themselves when the, the, the idea of them is just like, these are just some hard dudes that just, you know, manhood and rah, rah, and they ain't got time, you know, cause it was the dog versus the dog. And it was just like, it was supposed to be so you, you could think that, they're going to be so hard and rough and mean mugging and, you know, all of that stuff that they would never find the groove of fun. But Snoop was like, we're going to have fun in this piece. And DMX was like, I'm with it. And I loved every minute of it. Even the points where did when Swizz was trying to tell DMX to say something, DMX was like, I ain't know a dancer. I'm just here to do my music. And I was like, I know that's like, DMX was like, I ain't come to work. Ain't nobody paying me. So like, I'm not working. I'm just here chilling. I loved that. I loved also when uh, DMX explained that one of his songs he wrote because he saw Snoop and Snoop was like, yeah, get at me, dog. And then, uh, you know, that that made him want to write a song because he was just, Snoop was already so famous and he was just like, I, like, I just want to be, you know, in the space. Take me back to that Hamilton. I want to be in the room where it happened, room where it happened, room where it happened. Okay, uh, don't judge my singing. So that was, it was awesome. I just wanted to um, be, I didn't want it to end. Like I wanted it to just continually go and go and go. I wanted to be back in my old apartment when I was, you know, like 18, 19 years old, and I was kicking it, and like we was just doing these songs and dances and stuff like that, and, and trying to impress my friends because I know the lyrics and trying to impress some dude because I know the lyrics. Like that, it brought back all of those feelings, and it even felt like summertime for me. There's a lot of all of this stuff that's going on right now. Seasons is all the same. I mean, except for the heat. It's all the same here. And it felt like a summertime day or a summertime night when I was listening to the, when I was watching the verses. So I don't know, y'all. If y'all if y'all didn't watch it again, you can check that thing out on iTunes or you can check it out on on um, YouTube. So, you know, go ahead on and roll, stroll on over there if you ain't been there yet. After I did all of that... <laughs> I went in hard on Tyler Perry in the Fall from Grace. I was afraid to watch the movie with Nia Long and Omar Epps on Netflix 
titled Fatal Affair because the internet was not making me feel like I should go in and watch it. So when it first came out, I was like, okay, leading up to it, I said, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to get in because I love Nia Long. I love Omar Epps. I, I believe that Nia Long produced it. Um, she either produced it or directed it. I don't know. Y'all got to do your Googles on that. And so I was like, okay, I'm in. Let me watch it. Because I don't believe that I've seen these two Black actors paired up. So I was like, okay, let me let me see what's going on here. Then people start watching it. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't feeling too um, high on my energies when they first came out. Oh, no. That's not true. Okay. Summer told me that we was going to watch it together, which meant we was going to get on the phone, we was going to watch it together, talking about all the stuff as it was going on, like we was at the movie theater together, because that is the thing, and that's what me and Summer like to do. You know, you can't go to the movies with your girlfriends right now, but you can call them chicks up on the phone, and you could be like, hey, girl, turn it on, we're going to watch it at 7, everybody going to get on the phone, we're going to do a Zoom or whatever, and watch it on the TV while we own the laptops, and we just going to communicate like if we was at the theater. Y'all could do that if y'all ain't. Take that little bit of something from me, but let's move on. So Summer said we was going to watch it. Then Summer had, like, some business to attend to or something. I don't know. I think she had a date night or something, whatever. We didn't get to watch it. So I was, I felt like I was waiting for her. I think she she thought that I wasn't. But however it worked, I ended up watching it alone. And I just said, you know what? This is, Whatever day I watched it, it was, like, a Saturday or something. I was like, all right, let me just get in here and see what's going on. And I just have to say... Because people told me that it wasn't the greatest movie, I went in with lower expectations, and I was I was all right with the movie. I wasn't really tripping about it. I have decided that anytime they give me any of these, you know, black actors, um, black known actors, and it is about, you know, some some kind of cheating or some kind of fatal attraction kind of thing. I'm just going to go ahead and let it be what it be. With exception to Acrimony, because that movie was dumb. And I'm just, I can't, I'm sorry, Tyler Perry, because I really do think that you're a great person, but I can't rock with the movies. But, you know, they had the one with Beyonce. They had the one with Gabrielle Union. They had another one. They had the one with Megan Good. All of those movies, I don't think that the design of that movie is for it to be Oscar worthy. I think it is just to be entertaining. And sometimes we just got to, like, you know, chill and let the mind relax a little bit and just watch a silly little movie. And I don't mean silly in a way that it doesn't mean anything, but. There, you know, it's just for entertainment sometimes. Everything don't got to be spectacular. Then, don't y'all remember when you watched Queen and Slim and he said, why people always think they got to be excellent all the time? Like, sometimes don't got to be excellent. Sometimes it's just going to be good. And sometimes it's going to be what I need at this moment right quick to entertain me without thought. Okay? So, if y'all haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. You can go ahead on and check it out. Let me know what you're feeling about it. If you thought it was good, you know, hit me up on the inbox on the Instagram and just say hashtag I like Fatal Affair. Like, I don't know because I didn't love it, but I definitely didn't hate it. And would I watch it again? Um, If somebody was like, 
if somebody came over to hang out and they hadn't seen it yet, I would be like, I probably would try to put Hamilton again. But if they don't want to watch Hamilton, I'd be like, all right, I'll watch it, but you don't worry about it. Because there, there is no reason to spoil it. You already know what's going to happen in the movie. It's pretty predictable, so I could watch it again. I probably would play a game or something on my phone while we was watching it. But I would still be like, well, I know, you know, I'd be engaging to the person who's seen it. So, I, you know, if I had to give it something out of five stars, it's like a two and a half. You could you could go ahead on and watch it on a Sunday afternoon. You ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, y'all, y'all ain't got nothing else to do anyway. Y'all better go ahead on and support these uh, black actors while they out here giving us stuff to watch when productions on most things have halted i don't know if you have not known you've been under all the rocks uh nick cannon got fired from all the jobs he he didn't got fired from all the jobs i think the only job that he didn't get fired from was the the mad singer and this is because nick cannon he had a podcast. I don't know. Y'all got to be familiar with Nick Cannon. If y'all here, I would assume that y'all know who Nick Cannon is. But Nick Cannon right now is most famous for, like, his Wild and Out show on MTV that's been running for, like, 16 seasons, which is a long time, bro. Uh, and Nick Cannon started out writing, producing on uh Nickelodeon shows I think at some point he was like the vice president over there at Nickelodeon or something like that he had like some kind of uh executive position at, at Nickelodeon Nick Cannon has hosted a lot of shows at one point he was the host of America's Got Talent he then left there because he was saying they was being mad racist over there he is now the host of The Masked Singer, which I love. If y'all ain't watching that, go hit up your stream and sites and, or your on-demands and look up The Masked Singer. It's super fun. It's nothing, you know, deep to it. It's just a super fun celebrity game. But this, Nick Cannon also has a podcast called Cannon's Class, if anybody want to check it out. I've never listened to a full episode of that podcast, just to be honest with you. Never really been that interested. But you can watch the the episodes also on YouTube, I believe. But this particular episode of his podcast was with, he has, he usually has guests on his podcast. Oh, they can also have a radio show, and he, like, he has a lot of stuff going on. And he was married to Mariah Carey, and they had those cute little twins, uh, Marilyn and and, Maroc- and Rocco, or something like that. I don't know. But he has this podcast. The podcast, he has guests on there uh, pretty much for every episode. This particular episode, he had um, a person named Professor Griff. Pro- pro- professor, I can't say professor. Professor Griff used to be a member of Public Enemy. with check the in Flavor Flav, okay? Professor Griff was kicked out of the group for some of the things that have happened that got Nick Cannon in trouble, okay? 
So on this episode, these two started talking about a lot of racial things. I don't know really what was going on. I know that what they were talking about was that Nick Cannon started to say a lot of anti-Semitic comments. Now, what that really means is that like you're he was talking bad about Jewish people is what pretty much what's going on here. Now, Professor Griff started saying a lot of things. From what I understand is Professor Griff was the initiator. I don't know. Either way it goes, Nick Cannon was saying some things that were not true, but he thought they were true based off of the uh, bias readings that he that he had been um, participating in, I guess. And he offended the Jewish community. The Jewish community, just like we as Black people have done when, you know, we feel like Black people have been offended, the Jewish community went went for Nick Cannon. They went for a canceling of a Nick Cannon. And Viacom, which is the company who houses a lot of the, the works that Nick Cannon does was like, we can't have you on here, bro. You kind of problematic. <laughs> the people in the streets was kind of like, he ain't really even hardly said nothing. I don't think he said nothing bad, too bad. But, you know, people tripping. Here's the thing. We cannot be a group of people who want every white person canceled because they say or do something that is disrespectful to the black community and then not be held to some type of standard when we do it to another community. It's it's not everybody, nobody can offend us, but we are free to offend other people. It is be careful with your words. The second thing is, is we had, and I know people was like, why can't he say how he feel? Why can't he say what he, you know, what he believe is true? And you can, you can say a lot of things. You really can. Just like the racist people can be, feel racist. They can feel how they feel about black people all day, every day. But the problem is, is you do not also get the right to like keep your job, be able to stay in the community that you wish to, you know, like be be able to keep your partner or whoever that may be because of your opinions. Those things may fall off. And because Nick Cannon is not just Nick Cannon, he also is Nick Cannon who hosts this, who represents this company. We then do have the right to let you go. It's the same as if somebody is in the park and they offend a black person. We want them to lose their job. They ain't working, but we want them to lose their job. And I ain't saying that's wrong, but what I'm saying is it's the same thing for Nick Cannon, like Nick Cannon. You wasn't at your job. You was on your own podcast. But you do broadcast that out to the same audience who is watching you on these other platforms. And those people are also being that platform that we have that you represent. We also are trying to have, you know, more audience. We are trying to, the audience that we are trying to reach a good portion of them you have offended. And so because of that, you cannot work here. 
I think it's unfortunate that he lost his job. Um, there, there has been a lot of apologizing from Nick Cannon and saying that he didn't realize what he was saying. He didn't understand how it was offensive, but he has been learning and he was willing to have conversations with people so that he could grow. Got it? I like it because I do think that we also have this cancel culture where we actually do believe that people like fall off the face of the earth but that's not true if we are trying to cancel people but we are not trying to educate them then whatever hate they may have is going to be amplified because now I don't have no job I can't work I got a lot more time to find to to find reasons to to um back up my claims that whatever group of people got me fired are bad, you know? And so I would rather that people learn from their mistakes. And I am somebody who does believe that people can grow and change if they want to and they put forth a lot of effort to be able to. And I believe that Nick Cannon is that kind of person. Also, I'm not really that worried about Nick Cannon being able to get his um, self in order only because Nick Cannon is a creator. He's going to create things. He is going to make things happen. And so jobs will come. He's just a man who just get jobs. He, he, you know, he's rapped. He, he's rapped. He's done comedy. He's done acting. He's done writing. He's, you know, pushed a lot of people's careers. He's created television shows. And so because he's not afraid to step into any arena, he will be able to bounce back from this. And especially once he's, you know, proves that he has grown and that he has, you know, learned from his lesson, people will work with him because he seems to have a very good reputation with, the uh, entertainment community. And so I do believe he's been in this game for a really long time because Dick Cannon was the person, was one of the people who was very essential in like that show, all that from back in the day. And so that's like a a good 20 year run at least. And Nick Cannon has been doing what he's doing. I would venture to say it's more than 20 years because my daughter's 25 and all that was on before my daughter was born. Y'all don't judge me because my daughter's 25. Uh, <laughs> like, it's been a long time. He's been rolling for, like, 25 years. In the, and and he, I don't think that he gets enough credit for that. I don't think he gets enough credit for how long he's really been in this game because a lot of people like to call him corny so much that we forget that he actually has been in this game for a long time. And he has... He has created and he has created platforms for and given opportunities to a lot of black people. Okay. You guys, I don't know. All I say is be careful what you say because unless you just talking in your house to somebody else who in your house, your words sometimes, you know, they represent other spaces and you don't want your opinions to hinder you from hinder you from growing um, professionally and even, you know, 
I can't think of words. But personally, even personally, you don't want you don't want your words to hinder you from that. You should always be mindful when you're talking about a a large group of people because of course we don't want to be pigeonholed ourselves, so we don't want to pigeonhole any other groups, even though you know we do all a lot of times have general ideas and biases about different communities without learning about any of them, without researching anything, without, you know, experiencing things. Sometimes we do throw opinions based off of what we've heard. And sometimes the accuracy of that, or we don't know the background of situations. We don't know the history of other other cultures. We do not know when we are offending. And so you just got to be careful with your words. And be careful with canceling people too, because if we ain't willing to let people learn and grow, we are stunting society. We aren't just stunting one person, we are stunting society because it just breeds a lot of hate and then hate will build hate and we already know where what that looks like. We we we've been there for the past two hundred and fifty years, four hundred years, however long we've been here. We we already know that. So let's try to, you know, improve and do something different. Uh, I don't even hardly really want to talk about this, but I'm going to say it anyway because it has been in the news. This whole Kanye West for president thing is silly. It really is silly. It's silly that uh, we as a society are entertaining this thing. It is silly that there are states that are really just like letting him on the ballot it is just silly. It really is silly. I don't care. I, I'm sure somebody going to be like, wow, what's wrong? Number one, Kanye West trying to get on the ballot is just splitting the, splitting the votes. And if we're splitting votes, then we are making it easier for the current to remain. And that just, I don't get into politics. What I want to talk about is, number one, Kanye West did a rally in South Carolina. That thing was just silly. It looked like a concert. It looked like something. I don't got time for whyever he was there. I don't have time for, like, the political aspect of it. I will say this. First of all, Lots of people are just like, Kanye West is having mental health problems, but his mental health problems ain't that serious for him to be able to to do and be and act like he's doing. And he ain't never been the same since his mama died. Excuse me. He ain't never been the same since his mama died. And he, you know, has been brainwashed by the Kardashians and all of these things, okay? I was going to give my opinion. This is just my opinion. And I know y'all, people, I think people going to be, anytime you talk about Kanye, people feel away. So whatever. Okay. Number one, I feel like Kanye West has been an arrogant, uh, boisterous person before his mom died. If you look at any interviews when he first came out, he was already full of himself, okay? And he just believed that he was the greatest of everything at all times anyway. This didn't have nothing to do with his mama dying because his mama was very much alive when he came out. 
I believe that he is a narcissist and he was one when he first came out. But because he was making music that we were entertained by, we gave him a pass. We just thought it was like, oh, look at him. <laughs> he just say however he feel. Okay. I also believe that we give Kanye a pass for how he behaved because at one point on one raggedy thing, he spoke out and said that George Bush didn't didn't care about black people when it was during Katrina. And we let the emotions of how the citizens of New Orleans were mistreated make us believe that Kanye West was really riding for community. Okay? And I just feel like we were blinded. And a lot of times, like, we do that in relationships. Somebody does one or two things that we feel like are some qualities that we would like. And then we believe that that is them because they have those things. And then everything else that they do, we don't got to look at none of that stuff because these one or two qualities are so good in them that everything else must be great. Okay? I will not say that Kanye West has not been a musical genius he has made wonderful beats for people he has produced wonderful songs at a point and he has also you know put out his own great music back in the day but again this is like an 18 year time span and people change and evolve and just because we want to believe that he will have evolved into a way that we believe that he would go ain't the truth and like that's why some of y'all relationships is messed up really cuz y'all really y'all really are still living with the person in your mind you still think you with the person you first met we ain't with the Kanye we first met we with the Kanye of today. I don't think that the, the Kardashians have brainwashed him into anything. I think that that man has always had that ego that he think he better than everybody else because Kim Kardashian did not make that man mess up Tiana Taylor's album that she only she didn't even know when it was coming out the songs didn't sound nothing like what they were supposed to sound like the, the she thought that they was going to sound like they wasn't even long like it was like a 12 minute um album like he messed up everybody album that that he rolled out they all were just like i don't know what the hell kanye did to my music but i let him produce it so i guess that's what we got i wouldn't do it again though that was not the Kardashians. That was Kanye. I am better than everybody. I don't even got to consult with the people who's making the music West himself. And we keep missing it. I do think that there is a mental illness. Now, he has said himself that they have diagnosed him as bipolar, but he don't always take his meds. Okay. And I work in a field where mental health is addressed every day. I know what it looked like when the meds ain't working. And you could want them to be the person that they was last week when it was fine and everybody was chilling and we was just sitting down calm and everything. But that ain't what you got this week. This week you got off meds. And off meds look like what in the hell. I also need to say that Kanye West only got these radical, crazy outburst things when he about to put out music. It's always some kind of tactic for us to pay attention to him, and then he put out some music, okay? We doing all of this, oh, Kanye's so concerned about his kids. We'll never see him with him. 
we see the little girl at the Sunday services that everybody attacked them for. And we saw her somewhere else, but we don't never see Kanye with his kids. Kanye always off somewhere doing some Kanye stuff. And so, you know, just because you have birth children doesn't mean that you're the greatest parent. I'm, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. It, it is the truth. I, I just really do believe that we so stuck on the Kanye we thought we had at one point. And we made that up because... You know, I, I I promise you, if you go back to some of these old interviews, you will be looking like, oh, Kanye kind of was tripping even back then. So it just was entertaining to us, especially because most of us was 20 years old. We ain't know to look for toxic behaviors in people back then. We wasn't even talking like that. The conversation back then wasn't like toxic masculinity. We weren't having these conversations. We weren't talking about toxic friendships and toxic relationships. We weren't addressing it back then, but we are addressing it now. We are addressing mental health now, and I do believe that he has some mental health issues, but I also believe that he is a trickster and he is very good at using the internet and the people to get the things that he wants out of his life and his career. Because all of this, I'm running for president, but he didn't run in time to be able to get on a bunch of ballots. I heard that even this... um rally that he did he needed like a number of names to 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 present to the state or something like that like he got all these signatures but then he didn't even turn them in because he really ain't worried about it it's just a fun circus to get people to pay attention to him because the album coming is called donda or something i don't know i haven't listened to a kanye west album in a long time because this is the same man who started calling himself jesus okay uh, I just, and I do really believe that he don't think he like a rap guy. He, he is anybody who walk around and, you know, if, if there was a person on the street, if there was just a man on the street and he was talking about, yeah, I'm God, I'm, I'm Jesus, I'm Jesus or whoever you want to be, they want to be, you would be like that person crazy. But because Kanye is doing it in ways that are entertaining to us because we remember graduation or late registration, we believe that that's still who he is. And it is not. His evolution, His we have seen an evolution of him really wanting to be in the rooms where it happened, okay, all the time. Like, he, he, he went on these rounds before about not being able to be in these design houses that he wants to be in and not being able to... He, he's, he's the Steve Jobs of whatever he was talking about. I don't know. But, like, he goes on these rants all the time when he about to put out music and because he about to put out music again. I just... I just don't have the expectation that Kanye West is the representation of Black... Um, you know, the black community in the way that we all thought he was at one point because he made one statement about George Bush not caring about black people. He has done a lot of radical and disrespectful things to other people. Um, and we have all called it entertainment and thought that it was cute and funny because it's Kanye Weston and because we've given him a pass all because of one statement. I don't believe that 
number one, number, I don't know what number we on, but I am not sticking up for the Kardashians and saying that they are just, you know, wonderful human beings. I don't know them people either, but I don't believe that all of what is going on with Kanye has anything to do with that family. I will say that I think that that family's influence is there, but I don't think that the the, the totality of his behaviors now is because of that family. I mean, because he went on Twitter the other day and was talking about, you know, he wouldn't let his daughter do none of the stuff. What he really was doing was he was talking about Kris Jenner and he did not like the way that Kris Jenner basically raised her children to, you know, put them all out there as sexual beings and all of those type of things. And that, you know, he he disapproves of that and doesn't want his children to be raised in that way. Get it? Got it? I understand. But he also did tweet that Kim has been trying to get him um, hospitalized. And I think that he thought that everybody was going to go after Kim, but the man seems to need some hospitaliza- hospitalization the way that he's happening. Because then he came on a couple of days later and was just like, I should not have talked about my wife in such a way, which I do believe. I think that we feel like because Kanye Black and his wife is not Black, that she does not need to be protected like any other woman. That We can't say that women are you know, need to be protected, and then it's only black women who need to be protected. I think that, yes, we will acknowledge that white women have been protected longer, but that doesn't mean that because we are saying black women need to be protected, we are saying stop protecting white women or Armenian women or whatever nationality she is mixed with. We are saying, I I would still say that it's still disrespectful for a husband to go on these rants talking about your family in, in these ways quickly and then you're going to turn right back around and be like oh sorry didn't mean to say that whatever um yeah I'm chilling down I'm calming down a little bit now then we saw all these celebrities going to like hang out with him to see if he okay but like just hanging out ain't enough he don't need a chill session he needs some realness he don't need people to keep on saying what I think Kanye was trying to say. I don't want you to tell me what I what you think he was trying to say. We need to focus on what he said because there is a whole group of people who, who will always spend a lot of time being like what the current is trying to say, but he didn't. He didn't say that. What he said was this. What he did say was sound crazy and we need to get an addressment of what he's actually doing. Not what we want to interpret into him all based off of Sedagon late registration and some um some Rockefeller beats. Like, it's not enough for me. Your behavior today is disrespectful and it's destructive and that needs to be addressed. And I know that people ain't going to like that, but this is my podcast, so I'll say what I want to say. <laughs> Like, this is my podcast, and I'm going to say what I want to say. I know you're going to disagree with me. Some of y'all are going to disagree with me. Y'all feel like, you know, it's one thing, but all things can be true. He can be a musical genius. He can also be a creative genius, and he can also be destructive to himself. He can miss his mom and never have addressed that, and that can be a problem for him. He can also have... Um, negative influences, taking negative influences from the family that he chose to marry into. He can also not be a positive person for his wife. He can also be not so positive for the black community. He can also be 
destructive to on a day-to-day to his children all of these things can make sense together nobody is one thing nobody is one thing and we are i feel like we are all holding to kanye west to one thing that he did a long time ago and that's always gonna be him child if you still the same person you was exactly the same person you were when you was 22 and you 42 today you need to read some books get on a plane boat in a car, do some traveling, talk to some people that don't live in your community to, to grow, to know, to just understand more about life because we are, we have, we can, we, is evolution is not happening. There's a problem. And we have to accept that evolution will not always, people will not always evolve the way that we want them to. We have to take the truth of where they are and what they are showing us and who they are telling us that that they want to be. Because that is, I believe, what we are missing about the whole Kanye situation. Now, this is the last thing I think, (laughs) I think this is the last thing I have to talk about. The Meg Stallion situation has been going on for a little while now I'm not really even sure if I addressed this the last time I was here but I don't want to get into the whole gossipy thing it has been confirmed by Meg Thee Stallion that she has she was shot two times in her feet she has not addressed who shot her yet so I don't want to go into any of that uh situation it has not been clear who shot her or what really happened, but there have been a lot of people who thought that it was a great place to make fun of, and I don't know how it's funny that um, a black woman or any woman was shot. I don't I don't know where the fun is in all of that. I don't know where that is. Uh, you know, a place to make memes and all those things. We we didn't even know what happened yet. And people are already making memes and making fun of her. And that's not cool. I, again, don't know what happened. But there was just a video out with Meg herself talking live, I think, on Instagram. I just saw, like, a quick clip of it. I don't know that I, I don't think I saw the entire video. In this video, she addressed some things that I thought were important. Number one, again, this is a woman who recently lost her mom and she admitted that she has not been okay. She's still mourning the loss of her mom. I believe her mom died late last year or something like that. I think it was last year that her mom died, but she said, like, my mom was my best friend, and she's not here, and I said, my, my mom, I don't know if my mom was my best friend, but we was cool, and even though she is physically here, mentally she is not, and so there is a loss there, but she doesn't even have a person to look at anymore, she doesn't even have a voice to hear anymore, and that's hard, and that girl ain't that old, you know, I don't even know how old she is, but she ain't that old, it has taken a toll on her, but what she said was she thought that she was okay. She thought that she was good, and she thought that she was in a space to be around people and that she wanted to give out positive energy, but she was with people who were not ready to give positive energy to her. 
okay? And I just feel like that is a thing, that we will try to fill spaces with, like, people who are not worried and concerned about our real well-being, like our mental health well-being, right? I mean, we just talked about this with the whole Kanye thing. There's a lot of celebrities going over there, but are they really trying to are they really trying to help him or are they going just to see what's going on with him? Because those are two different things. And I think that Megan was saying the same thing that just like, you know, just because you see her out, she also said she was moving really, really fast. And that means a lot too. You, you have to slow down, especially when, when the stressful things are happening. If you don't address them, you just kind of try to move and move and go and do and be and be around people and keep on having stuff to do. That does not mean that the, the issue has gone away. It just means you haven't addressed it. And to have to watch this young lady crying on the internet because she still has not dealt with fully her emotions for losing her mom and then just used, filled it with, you know, riding a boat and hanging out with other rappers and going to parties and, you know, videos and music and the fact that, you know, that none of that helped. And then the fact that she was, you know, arguing and having disagreements with her label and, you know, not really everybody talking about somebody that she with and I had feeling like she got to defend it, but not defend it. And then me and the tease people with who she could be and who she might be with and all of this stressful entertainment stuff. And then all of that stuff happens, but then it also slows down because the world slowed down and then you got to try to like find places to go and things to do and all these things. It's too much. You got to address your issues, you guys. I started off this podcast by saying that I took the break that I took from even here because I knew something was happening and I needed to address what that is. You guys, we cannot fill it with fun. We cannot fill our spaces of emptiness with fun if we are filling it with fun with people who don't care about our mental well-being. Because people will want to have fun with you, but that don't mean they worried about how you, what you feel like when you go home and the nights is is alone, is is a, are alone, you know, and your your lights are out and it's just you. Because my friends will be like, I'm concerned about this thing, or I'm concerned about that thing, or I will check in with them for sure and be like, so what's going on with the whatever, you know, have you thought about this or what you're doing about that. But we, when we get together, mad fun. Like, it's crazy. It's hard to hook just a little bit. But we still, you know, within the boundaries. But I feel sorry for Meg. I feel sorry, one, because it has to be traumatic. I don't care how or why it happened that you get shot. That's, that's not cool. Uh, if this is with somebody that she thought cared about her, that's even worse. But I also am proud of her for being able to come on the internet and let people know that she had not addressed her own feelings and that she was just doing too much and moving too fast, doing too much for her. Not by my account, by her own words. She said she was just doing too much. She was moving too fast. And that is a problem for her. And I'm, I am hoping that she gets some type of... Um, 
therapy for that, some counseling, some way to release that those feelings so that they don't overtake her and she doesn't start doing some destructive or if she was doing destructive things that got her to where she is today, that she doesn't continue to do destructive things because this issue is not being addressed. Y'all already know what it is. I'm out here in these streets. So I want to tell y'all, I have been doing a couple of podcasts, uh, being a panelist on a couple of podcasts, because, like, the word for this month is exposure, okay? And I've been having some great conversations with some wonderful people. Sometimes the conversations have been, like, what are we talking about here? But I still have learned something everywhere I've been, and I want to thank the people who have allowed me space on their platforms as well. And I want to, you know, <laughs> say, put my hand up and be like, I'm still out here to have conversations with you people. Anybody who want to talk, almost anybody who want to talk, I'm here to talk with y'all. I ain't going to lie. Some people just can't get the energy. And there are some people who can't get the energy anymore. But for the most part, I'm out here ready to have the conversations. I also want to say that uh check out the website i'm i'm gonna be uploading more stuff on there because that is just you know where i I'd like to vent and talk about things that when i don't you know don't have it to talk about on here or anything like that i'm going to start putting up my reviews on the tv like the movies and tv shows that i'm watching now because i don't have anywhere else to put them i mean they're gonna go on youtube but you can go to the website and watch all of that listen to the podcast from there send your people over there it is www.internetstreets.com i-n-n-e-r-n-e-t-s-t-r-e-e-t-s.com you can find me over there on internetstreets.com Y'all already know about this place, and I do most of my stuff on Instagram, but if you follow the Just Saying podcast page on Facebook, hey, boo, I see you over there, and uh, leave me a hashtag, guys, if y'all have been listening to this podcast, because I really need to know how y'all feeling about some stuff, just leave me a hashtag, you can leave me a hashtag this week that can say... Hashtag, <laughs> um, hashtag growth is what we talk about because all of this is just about growth and learning. So hashtag growth and learning. Do that. Hashtag growth and learning. Under any of the the posts that are up on the Instagram page right now, the Instagram page is just saying podcast. Go ahead on there. J U S S A Y. I in <laughs> just like the podcast is just saying podcast on Instagram too. go over there follow me and then leave me the hashtag growth and learning you guys I really love being here with y'all and I'm so grateful to be back thank you for riding with me I appreciate it I you know I would look forward to having more conversations with y'all weekly and just you know pray for me because the sisters be going through but that's just me And I'm just saying.